KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. Good morning. I'm Annika Colbert. It's Tuesday, January 19th. A call for the San Diego DA to prosecute past police shootings. We'll have that next, but first, let's do the headlines. San Diego County health officials reported more than 2,500 new coronavirus infections on Monday and no additional deaths. California is now the first state to record more than 3 million known coronavirus infections. That's according to a tally on Monday by John Hopkins University. The grim milestone wasn't unexpected, but the speed of it was. California had only just reached 2 million cases on December 24th. It added another million cases after that in a little under a month. San Diego County announced on Monday that people 75 or older are eligible to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Eligible seniors can sign up online at sandiegocounty.gov to get appointments at Petco Park and several other small county sites in the region. High winds are forecasted for the San Diego region today and tomorrow, creating dangerous fire conditions. Winds are expected to be 30 to 45 miles per hour, with gusts up to 55 miles per hour. San Diego Gas and Electric says it's monitoring conditions and will be prepared to shut off power as a safety precaution against wildfires. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org. Racial justice activists in San Diego used Martin Luther King Jr. Day as a time to call for more police accountability. KPBS reporter Claire Trigeser says they're asking for the district attorney to prosecute police officers for past shootings. And a warning, this story contains graphic descriptions. Shot seven times, it's too much. That's a lot of hatred. Anthony Carolino's brother, Dennis, was shot and killed by San Diego police in 2019. District Attorney Summer Steffen later cleared the officers for the shooting, saying it was justified because Dennis Carolino was armed with a shovel. We have to correct this mistake in our generation so we cannot pass this to the next generation. I lost my brother. Activists say they want Stefan to bring justice to people like the Carolinos who lost family members in police shootings. They're asking the district attorney to revisit past shootings and prosecute the officers. Yusef Miller is with the San Diego Racial Justice Coalition. There are families in North County, East County, South Bay, Central San Diego, inland and coastal that have experienced the same thing. And all we hear over and over and over, that officers are exonerated. A spokeswoman for Stefan said in a statement that, quote, officer-involved shooting reviews conducted by the district attorney's office are independent, objective, and thorough. When the evidence and facts support criminal justice charges in a use-of-force incident, we file them. 
She pointed out that last summer, Stefan charged a former sheriff's deputy with murder after he shot a suspect who was fleeing the downtown jail. But Darwin Fishman, a professor at San Diego State who is also part of the San Diego Racial Justice Coalition, says that move isn't enough. If you use that same standard she used, you'd have literally hundreds of officers that would have been prosecuted and arrested. So if it's not a stunt and she was serious about it, then she'd go back and look at these other cases. A review of past cases is exactly what Fishman and other activists are hoping will happen. That story from KPBS investigative reporter Claire Tregesser. You can review KPBS's database of police use of force records at kpbs.org force. The superintendent of the state's second largest school district is being called to Washington by President-elect Joe Biden. KPBS reporter Matt Hoffman has more on Monday's announcement to name San Diego Unified Superintendent Cindy Martin the next U.S. Deputy Secretary of Education. In a letter to students and families put out Monday, Martin said she has never been more optimistic about the future of the American education system. During her annual State of the District message in November, she asked the president-elect to implement changes within the first 100 days of office. She says the pandemic is disproportionately impacting communities of color and schools play a role in addressing those disparities. School counselors, social workers, and other specialized instructional support personnel must be able to address the emotional burdens and the trauma that many students will be carrying. The Senate will have to take up Martin's confirmation. In the meantime, the Board of Education has named District 2 Area Superintendent Lamont Jackson as her interim replacement. He'll serve through 2021. Matt Hoffman, KPBS News. With just a few days left in the Trump administration, the Bureau of Land Management has proposed to remove the protected status of millions of acres across California's deserts. Cap Radio's Ezra David Romero reports. Back in 2016, a federal conservation plan was created to protect more than 10 million acres of California's iconic desert landscapes. It also helped identify areas where solar and wind projects could be built. President Trump now wants to strip protections away for around 4 million acres, and environmentalists say that could open up California's deserts to mining. They argue a move like this would threaten species like desert tortoises, bighorn sheep, and Joshua trees. They recommend the Biden administration promptly stop this process after he takes office. The California Energy Commission is opposed to the federal amendments because a plan was created to help the state meet its climate goals. In Sacramento, I'm Ezra David Romero. The state is halting the use of one batch of the Moderna vaccine after a small number of people had an allergic reaction last week. KPBS's Steve Walsh reports. The state ordered a pause over the weekend after San Diego County stopped administering a batch of Moderna vaccine when fewer than 10 people developed an allergic reaction at the Petco Park site. Saying they were doing it out of an abundance of caution, the state put on hold 330,000 doses statewide. Dr. Chris Longhurst with UC San Diego Health says people should keep the pause in perspective. And even those folks that are having um, some reactions, we're able to manage those, right? Nobody's had long-term impact. And it's still a very small percentage of the folks that we vaccinated. UC San Diego runs the Petco Park site. State epidemiologist Dr. Erica Pan said in a statement that the CDC, FDA, and Moderna, along with the state, are each investigating. 
Steve Walsh, KPBS News. And coming up, San Diego's climate leaders talk about their reactions to the incoming Biden administration's climate action plan. That's next, just after this break. KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org. Joe Biden will be sworn in as the 46th president tomorrow, and this new administration means a new approach to the existential threat of climate change, a threat the new president calls, quote, the greatest challenge facing our nation and the world. His plan connects the environment with the economy. It calls for a 100 percent clean economy and net zero emissions by 2050, massive infrastructure investments in construction, water, transportation and energy production and distribution, and it also includes rallying the rest of the world to meet the threat of climate change by taking action against fossil fuel companies and other major polluters who disproportionately harm low-income communities and helping workers transition to new, clean industries. As part of coverage from KPBS's Climate Change Desk, KPBS Midday Edition host Mark Sauer spoke with a variety of local leaders in climate for their reactions to the new administration climate action plan. Here's those interviews. David Victor is a professor of industrial organization at UC San Diego and co-leader of UCSD's Deep Decarbonation Initiative. He says getting the United States back into the Paris Climate Agreement is a critical first step. I think it's very important to keep in mind that climate change ultimately is a global problem, that the U.S. is 15% or so of global emissions and will be shrinking as uh, our policies become more effective. Uh, and so we have to find ways of working with other countries. That means starting with the allies, starting with Europe, starting with the UK government, which is hosting the next big climate change conference in November in Glasgow. It also means working with Brazil, uh, where the president has frankly not been supportive of climate change policies. It means working uh, first and foremost with China, the world's largest uh, emitter. And in the run-up to the Paris Agreement, uh, not so long ago, it was the ability of the United States and China to work together that really framed what was possible in Paris. And now the Chinese-U.S. relationship is much more fraught. There's a lot more pressure and tension inside that relationship. And, and so this is going to be a foreign policy problem in addition to a national policy issue. And I think it's interesting that he's assigned John Kerry to lead on the foreign policy side around climate change uh, because John Kerry is somebody who knows this issue extremely well and in particular uh, knows how to develop the right relationships uh, between the United States and China. Next up is Nicole Capritz. She is founder and executive director of Climate Action Campaign, a San Diego nonprofit that has helped to get eight local 100% clean energy climate action plans passed, including the city of San Diego's plan. Capritz emphasizes the urgency of the crisis. President-elect Biden has set this ambitious target of getting to net zero carbon by 2050. And while that's a great first step and it's 
certainly a, a departure from where we've been uh, the last four years. Uh, we're probably going to push for a more ambitious target um, and timeline of 2040 or 2035. And certainly we intend to do that at the local level, hopefully model what that can look like. But clearly this is progress and we're excited to work with the president-elect and his cabinet and everybody else to make real change happen. Ram Ramanathan is a professor of climate and atmospheric sciences at Scripps Institution of Oceanography. He explained what he likes about Joe Biden's climate plan. The most important thing is he has recognized the investment it's going to need. I think he has committed to uh, trillions of dollars over the next uh, five, 10 years. So that's the first thing we need to recognize. Uh, We can't fool ourselves thinking it's just going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. It it requires top-down policies, top-down investment, so that from the bottom up, the industries, the private donors, private investors will join in. We need both. We need the top-down action. We need that investment. And then we need bottom-up movement, all the way starting from our kids in schools, urging the adults to take action, the involvement by private foundations, involvement by industries, involvement by investors, all that's needed because we have delayed taking action so, so long. Tara Lawson-Reamer, a Democrat, is a newly elected San Diego County supervisor. Lawson-Reamer emphasizes the Biden plan's investment in reshaping the green economy and transforming millions of jobs. Fundamentally, the plan is focused on the kind of investments that we need to tackle this climate crisis. And those investments are going to, in their very nature, shift our economy from an old economy that's been dependent on fossil fuels to a new economy that is, in its very, very core, um, dependent on renewable energy to to power us, um, you know, for, for the next generation. Those were comments by various San Diego leaders and experts on the ambitious plans by the incoming President Joe Biden to address climate change. All of them speaking with KPBS Midday Edition host Mark Sauer. And that's it for the podcast today. Be sure to catch KPBS Midday Edition at noon on KPBS Radio or watch KPBS Evening Edition at 5 o'clock on KPBS Television. And as always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Annika Colbert. Thanks for listening and have a great day. KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu.